Thank you for tuning in. You're watching Burnham Podcast on YouTube or maybe on Rumble. You can also find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. So wherever you've found it, know that you can find it other places too. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. So you might have noticed there's no bricks in the background. That's because we're on location. We're at Advent Health Stadium, home of Rome, Georgia's minor league baseball team, the Emperors. We're here with the guy that runs runs the show. His name's Justin Franklin. Welcome to Burnham Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Burnham. Up and converse. You look nervous now. You okay? I am a little nervous. He took the headphones <laughs> off and he's like, let's go. So let's I'm, go. I'm let's go time. Nervous. The lights on, the, yeah. tel- the tally light. Yeah, the light that comes on the camera is almost a character on the show now because we address it. Yeah. I'm still fascinated like when the light comes on. Anyway, it's a stupid thing that we get hung up on at the beginning of every episode. I'm here with Justin Franklin. Justin's great to have you on, man. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to be here. Good, 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 good. I'm glad that you're fired up about it and yeah. we're going to get into the story of Justin Franklin today. Um, we've never recorded at a place like this before, but... It's awesome. Thank you for having us up here. Yeah. And your this is this is my this is my office for the for the most part. Pretty cool. I mean, right? not directly here. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But this is I mean, this is my view every day, which is awesome. So we're at Advent Health Stadium, which is the home of the Rome Emperors, Rome Emperors. minor league baseball team, and you are on staff with the team. What do you do here? Uh, I'm the coordinator of marketing and media relations. So all the tweets. All the tweets, all the, all the Facebook posts. I read all the mean comments. Do you really? <laughs> yeah, I, Man, I do. For, why, for the, why would you do that to yourself? For, well, I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta see what the fans are saying. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, that's all me. All the social media, um, all the graphics for the most part, all the photography, um, except for you know Mills when right. he, he does his stuff. But yeah, it's me. It's now me. you're. In, are you involved with the on the field stuff? I, I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah, so I'll. Um, for the most part, we'll you know me and, and Blake Nicholson downstairs will come up with a, a you know run a show just about every day and it's it's a it's a essentially a, a play every night right that we're putting we're putting on a show for all these people that's awesome for sixty six nights that's awesome. well and it's it's fantastic too like it's not a low budget cheesy yeah. minor league you know doing the best we can like it's a professional production you guys do a great job with it we we try we're we're yeah. trying so I'm bragging on you here it's okay Thank you, can you. <laughs> take a little pat on the back for yourself and. But you, uh, you've always been a baseball fan, and this is kind of what you've always wanted to do. Yeah, uh, for the yeah, in the grand scheme of things, this is this is like a tier one, like you know, dream job is in tiers. Like this is this is tier one yeah. as far as a dream job. Um, I remember you know growing. I grew up uh, in Chatsworth, which is a good bit of an hour from That's here. That's where I was headed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, uh, just about an hour from here. Um, would come to 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 here and to to the Chattanooga Lookouts mm-hmm. yeah, growing up as a kid. So I always said that I had two hometown teams because we were kind of sandwiched right in the middle. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, we were always just drawn back here. Um, just I think the the ease of access uh, primarily, but also there's just something else about it. Um, and to now be on the other side of it about 15 years later uh, is a very rewarding experience. That's crazy, right? We were talking about the passing of time yeah. before we got started and. It's cool to think about you coming here as a kid and then, you know, seeing the lights and the sounds. And now you're, you get to, I am the lights. You're, and the, you're the lights and the yeah. sound. It's a great so way it, to say it. It's, it's awesome. It's, um, it's a thing that we kind of, 
a while back we had a, a staff meeting uh, and we just kind of put everything into perspective of like mm-hmm. you never know when it's it's someone's first day at the ballpark right. um, and you've got to treat it like it's your first day too uh, so I think that that as a whole myself included I'm preaching myself here but like we've we've adopted this get to not have to mentality right uh, and I think that that's kind of we've we've seen the benefits of that I mean your your job is to hang out at the ballpark I mean there's way more to it than that but yeah. you know I, I spent some time in journalism and it paid me almost enough to like be to the bottom end of poverty but uh <laughs> but it was a cool thing to get yeah. to go to all these ball games that's a great way to say that like you get to mm-hmm. this is America's pastime right and yeah. we're at a baseball stadium for a living and the, and the hope is to to inspire that next generation of of me that you know that next yeah. me so um, it's really rewarding to, to be a part of that. Yeah. So there was a road, though, between yeah 12-year-old <laughs> kid from Chatsworth, Georgia, to modern-day Justin Franklin. To almost a quarter of a century-year-old Holy Justin smokes, Franklin. right? Yeah. You're getting old. Yeah, I'm getting old. Um, but so, no, I, um, I graduated from North Mary High School in 2017 um, and then went to Shorter University just down the road. Um, people always ask me, you know, how did you get into this? And it's really... I have no other way to explain it other than the right place at the right time. Yeah. Um, it could be God, Justin. Yeah, that, that, that is, yeah, it's that. There's, that's no coincidence. Yeah. Um, but um, I remember my my sophomore, or right at the tail end of my freshman year, uh, your brother had just been hired mm-hmm. uh, at Shorter University as a football coach. Um, so there were some conversations that were had. Um, that podcast that me and my roommate were, yeah. were having at the time, I, never in, in a million years would we have imagined that it, it turned into – uh, an actual career in this industry. Um, but, um, super blessed to be where I'm at. And, uh, one thing led to another, started doing stuff with, uh, with shorter football, um, camera work, you know, photos, graphics, videos, um, and just experience under my belt. Um, and I, when I, my time was up at shorter, uh, was a little bit shorter than I wanted it to be, but things happen, right? Uh, Lord took me to, to Carson Newman university just outside of Knoxville, um, where I was a graduate assistant uh, in athletic communications for a bit. Um, and then this internship opportunity opened up uh, here with the with what at the time was the Rome Braves. Yeah. I can say that like that. You can, okay. Yeah, past tense, used to be the Braves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the artist formerly known as. Um, <laughs> but I, I came back and I, I interviewed for that. And, and they're like, hey, like we want to we, we give this to you. And I was like, this is it. Like this is my way in. Yeah. And this was the this was the door that I needed open. So, you know, I packed everything up from from Jefferson City, Tennessee and, and uh boogied on home to, to Rome and, and I've never looked back ever since. Which is go. which is really really crazy to think about just how much has changed since this time in twenty twenty even in twenty twenty two. It's been a long time, right? It has like, been a long time. It doesn't I don't know. It, we the last couple of years have had like that weird yeah. time fog and you look at a thing and you go, well, was that just a year ago or was it, or was it already a year ago? Yeah. It's, and it's looking yeah. back, it's tough to tell how long things had been or not. And yeah. People, people ask me how long I've been here and I have to pause and think about it because I mean, I honestly started as a, uh, an intern in 2022, um, in March of 22 and then got hired full time in November of 22, mm. which was another, you know, like you said, act of God of like, how in the world is it? They're going to hire a 23 year old kid to right, yeah. to handle their, their marketing. Man, what are they doing? You, I mean, like they, they saw something in you because there was something in you. I guess so. Either yeah. that or the fact that I was just the last man standing in there. Oh, I mean, maybe, <laughs> but like I've seen 
the videos that you used to make for like shorter football. Yeah. Um, you're pretty good. Thank you. And then, you know, through my brother, uh, he would send these things to me before they would show them to the team or anybody else. And he'd go, look what Franklin did. And I would like, well, holy smokes, man. Uh, and then he would say something like, yeah, I, I asked him for it at like 930 on Thursday night. And then you would send it back at like 945 on Thursday <laughs> night. And he was like, oh, I was just did it on my phone real quick. And like, people can't just do that. Yeah, I've come a long way. That's for sure. We were yeah. talking about the the logo earlier yeah. today. Just how far we've come with that. And um, I mean, I'll I made show it off because it's cool. Yeah, I made that. I think we we decided it was what the tail end of my sophomore year. Yeah, it would have been the spring. Our first episode was in April of 2018. Yeah, so I mean, I'm sitting I'm sitting in Roberts Hall out, out at Shorter University making that on my cell phone, and then yeah. like, and then it's crazy to think that you know two to three years. No, it's been longer than that. Right, longer than that, but. You know, I'm I'm designing bobbleheads and T-shirts and all that That's stuff, which awesome, is man. which is wild. Yeah, it's cool. It, it always fascinates me. Like I know you, you may not know these people, but like we've talked to PJ Broom uh, through Destination Hometown. We had Kit Buford on the podcast. Now we've got you on there. It fascinates me to talk to people who are actually living their dream. You know, like this is what you wanted to do yeah. from the little, and it starts with making a you know logo for a cheesy podcast, and then. Like you're designing, yeah. who doesn't want to design a bobblehead, bobble right? Know? Yeah, I think, I think that that's just a, a testament to being faithful, right? Yeah, it's just to trust in it because I, th- I think a lot back to my freshman year again. I remember sitting in my advisor's office at Shorter, and uh, they're like, "Hey, we just cut your major. You need to pick Ooh. something else." So that and was why it was yeah. shorter than we wanted it to be. Yeah, I uh, so I came in as a broadcast journalism major, um, and I remember getting ready to sign up for classes and they're like hey you need to you need to declare a major i was like no i like i did that i'm good yeah uh and they're like no we we cut it so you got to pick a different one uh so which i think it worked out but there was a point in time where i was like i'm done like how far in were you at this point this was after your junior year this was after (laughs) thankfully it happened at a a pretty early on um it it happened right at the end of freshman year okay uh but there was a point where i was like i'm done like i'm like I'm going to get a job in the middle. I'm going to go home. Like I can easily just go right back to Dalton and work in the carpet carpet yeah. mills, and I'll, I'll I'll call it. That's good. Uh, uh, but there were some some really tough conversations that were had. Yeah. Um. But I think the the big thing was just being faithful, right, and and trusting that there was a reason that right. the, that this major got cut, and now I'm on a different path. So, I think that's this all of this is a testament to that. Yeah. Well, so there were there were two different points here that we're looking at, and the first one was where you where major was cut and you think this is the end of things. And then an opportunity opens up at Carson Newman, which is not, I mean, it's not like super far away, but it's no. not an hour from home. No, it was, it was about two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, there was some, when I was, when I graduated from shorter, um, I thought that I was going to just walk right off that graduation stage and right into a, a role there. Yeah. Um, and I was mistaken, but that is what it is. Yeah. Um, and so I left. I, I kind of tucked my tail between my legs and, and headed out, said, I'll, you know, I'll show you, like, right, whatever, yeah. um, which was probably not the attitude to have. But at a time, like, I, I we'll get into, you know, the immaturity well, of 25-year-old Franklin yeah, versus 19-year-old. You look at the, yeah. you know, the, the maturity level that I possessed <clears> as, a, as a recent college graduate like that. It was you know, maybe there were some things that I shouldn't have said that I did say. Yeah. Um, and, and, but I did, I feel like I did an okay job of not burning any, you know, all of my bridges. Right. But there's, 
there was a point where I, you know, I, I looked at myself and I was like, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to, you going to sit around and wait for them to, to offer you something? Or are you going to go out and find something on yeah. your own? Um, so I did, that's what I did. And I, I took, you know, I took myself up to, to Carson Newman, to Jefferson city, two and a half hours. Um, and you know, went straight to work and I said, you know, I'm going to, this is where I'm going to prove myself. Yeah. And I, it was one of those things where, you know, I've kind of took a chance and kept the faith over the last couple of years, uh, in my career moves. Um, you know, one might say that it was a little silly to, to walk away from shorter after you've established all this stuff with, you know, photos and videos and yeah. you've, you've made all this stuff and then to, to go take a graduate assistantship somewhere else. Yeah. And then some would also say that it's really silly to walk away from a graduate assistant position to take an internship. And then there's, you know, one thing leads to another and, and somewhat, some might say it's a little silly to hire a 23 year old to, to run your marketing. So maybe unless he's really good <laughs> at it. <laughs> so it's just one of those things of like, you know, I, I believe in myself. I'm, there's yeah. a reason that, that, that God put me through all this. Um, so it was again, just keeping the yeah. faith, man. So by the time you got to Carson Newman, you were rebounding. In a sense. Or did you get up there and sulk a whole bunch? That's what I'm... I didn't... I, didn't, I wouldn't say I sulked a whole bunch. Okay. It was one of, the, one of those things where, like, I got up there and, and I was ready to prove myself. I yeah. was ready to prove that, like, I deserve to be where I'm at. Uh, and I think that I did for a little bit. We, you know, I contributed to um, the 2021-2022 South Atlantic Conference Athletic Communications Team of the Year. There so I, I like to think that I had a small hand in that. Yeah, for um, sure. So it was one of those things where I got up there and I was like, hey, like, I'm... I've got something to prove to, yeah. to, to not just to all these other people, but to me too. Like there's right. a reason you, you're, you're here. So yeah. it was, it was definitely a leap. That's for sure. Um, yeah. but, and, and like I said, an even bigger leap to, to come back to Rome. Well, you're, I mean, you're clearly talented at what you do. Like you just got a gift for it, but there are people who have that gift, whatever the field is, and that is enough for them, but it's not enough, you know, for anybody else. You've, mm-hmm. you still got to work. Yeah. And you were willing to do that, and it meant uprooting yourself and going to somewhere that's unfamiliar. You were, you said you were on the rebound more or less, and you were willing to prove yourself and do all this stuff while you were at Carson Newman. Did you ever think it would circle back around to Rome, Georgia, or baseball? Or I knew that. I mean, I I've known from day one that I've wanted to work in baseball. Right. Uh, so it was more of a sense of just just chasing that dream. Um, you know, when I looked at all the, you know, the, the pros and cons of, of moving up there to, to Carson Newman, they're, they're very close to Kodak, Tennessee, which is where the Tennessee Smokies double A Cubs affiliate are. And I was oh, like, that, okay. that, there's a, there's a chance so there. Strategic. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put myself around these, these folks and, right. and everybody in that office at one point had worked for the Smokies. So I felt good about like, you know, you know, hanging out there during the summer and maybe doing something with them. But yeah. uh, I did not uh, imagine that I would come back here and take mm-hmm. this internship. That funny story. We'll take a side yeah, a yeah, sidebar here. Uh, right at, or around around February of my senior year, twenty twenty one, I applied for the same internship, media relations intern with okay. the with the then Rome Braves, uh, over at Shorter University. Like this is what I'm gonna do. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna get this internship and that's it. Yeah. Um. So I I applied for it. Waited around. Waited around. Waited around. Um. And one night I was sitting at home, and I think it was right at spring break, and I'm scrolling through my email. And I'm looking for, we had had pizza for dinner that night. And I'm looking for my, my Domino's receipt in my email. Yeah. And I scroll past an email with the subject line, Rome Braves Media Relations Internship. And it's backdated like three weeks. Ooh. And I'm like, what is this? And I, I open it and they're like, hey, Justin, this is such and such. We'd like to you know oh, schedule no. you for an interview. And I'm looking at my 
calendar and I'm looking at what date it is and the date on the email and I'm like, I've missed it. Oh. I've missed it. So I rattle off an email. I'm like, you know, uh, I think I typed out, dear Bruce, like, thank you for reaching out. You know, I sincerely apologize for my delayed response. Would love to set up a time to talk. Hit send. I look, the guy's name's Steven. <laughs> I don't know where I got Bruce from, but I, I botched so it. So you were late and called him the wrong name? Yeah, I dropped the ball. Man. Dropped the ball big time. But that was another, another. you know, that's why I think I'm here, right? That's yeah. why. That's how I know I'm supposed to be here is because I messed up really bad. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I messed up really bad, but yet I'm, I'm still here. I'm still yeah. full-time. So that's, I was, that's why I'm not worried about you know, where I'm supposed to be in my life because yeah. I know I'm, it's right here. There's yeah. no, there's no other way. Well, it seems like if this dried up and blew away tomorrow, you would land somewhere else and I you would, would still so. be, or create an opportunity. I would hope so. You know, something. Uh, I, I hope not though. Well, I, I, no, I, I hope that this thing would, keeps going and that you're, you know, the king of the Atlanta Braves one day or whatever. <laughs> but I'd, like, yeah. I'd, I'm, I'm very happy exactly where I'm at. Yeah. So, and I, I'm, I'm very thankful for, for, how much I've been blessed. It's just, you know, like Drew talks about people ask him, especially when he went, spent time with the Ravens, they were like, do you, you know, is this a, a surprise to you? And he's like, well, no, this is what I've worked for. You know, I've put in the time and you're the same way. Yeah. Like, so to say, you know, you said things like I believed in myself and I put in the work and I did those things. So like when you do those things and then good things happen for you, you don't have to, it's not a shock. It doesn't catch you off guard and, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. But then at the same time, it does. Oh, it's still it, nice, it, right? It kind of, it kind of, you know, you get hit with this wave of like, you know, holy smokes, like I, I did it, and yeah. there's still, you know, I think that's when I, that's when I know that I, I'm, it's time to move on. Is when something good happens and it doesn't still just like wash over me and give me this, right? You know, chill bump feeling. That's when I'll, that's when I look at something else. Yeah. So. Oh, that's cool stuff, though, man. It, I mean, and it's a testament. You talk about bringing up the next generation, people that not only love baseball, but want to be part of making the game happen, you know, yeah. and, and like baseball is America's pastime because it used to be a cool thing to go to the game. Well, like now there's so much more involved when you've got all the social media and the, you got a YouTube page that you're running and, and you're yeah. making sure that people show up and cover the game. So it's just, it's so much more now than just unlocking the gate mm-hmm. that you are as important as I'll say it, one of the guys on the field, you know, it's, there's definitely something for everybody. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I, I, I remember the day that I realized that, that, you know, being a major league baseball player, it's probably not in the cards. Um, <laughs> but that, that is, you know, that's never a reason to give up on, on being around baseball. Right. Um, and I, I never once took it as, I mean, I, it, this happened fairly early. Like I was a junior. I was yeah. like, this is not like, this is not no, going to happen. That's not the natural it's, timeline. It's, it's not going to happen. And, um, but I still went out my senior year, still wanted to be around the game, still wanted to be part of a team. Yeah. And I think that paid off learning, just, just doing that, just being there. And, right. um, there's, like I said, there's something for everybody in this sport. And I think that that it's it's huge to to realize that and to just to not give up on that. Yeah. Even though you may not have the most athletic build or you may not be able to hit a breaking ball like I once the ball started moving I was out. Yeah, I'm done. I, I was yeah. done. <laughs> uh, but you know, there's still something for you. It, yeah. Keep you know keep being around the game. You know, submerge yourself into that. Yeah. And, and and I promise it'll pay off. Yeah. If you love the game, I mean, you know that's what these guys did. That yeah. That you'll see. You know covering shagging fly balls out here like they they worked they Mm -hmm. put in the work and it you know there was something for them but 
they're bigger, stronger, and faster yeah, than both of right. us, so they get to be the guys <laughs> on the field. Yeah. But it's cool to get to shine that light on them, especially at this level. You know, you'll see these guys. That there, we've there have been guys that come through here. That, do we have a Hall of Famer that played in Rome? I don't – not yet. Um, we're headed that way. We're, though, we're right? getting close. Yeah. We're getting close. But, yeah. I mean, all-stars, like guys that we've yeah, seen, I mean, we we've saw had, play I mean, on TV. And we've had Chipper Jones and Tom Glavin and all yeah. those guys come through in rehab. Um, but you'll, we're, we're getting close to, to having these guys come we through. Had, you got Freddie Freeman, yeah. Jason Hayward, yeah. um, Ronald Acuna has been here, Ozzy Albies, all those good guys. Was it – was it our first year that we had Jeff Francoeur and Brian McCann and Frank all those Coeur guys? And, yeah, which McCann, is, yeah, championship you year. You were a wee lad then, I was, but, yeah. My, yeah. My brother wasn't even born yet, and he's fixing to graduate college. So they visited Drew, my brother. He was in, I don't know, fourth grade or something, and they visited all the schools when mm-hmm. they got the roster together and they were putting the team on the field the first time and all that, and they were handing out cards. And uh, I remember Drew brought home a Brian McCann card. Wow. Right, and he's like, "This bum, this minor league baseball player," <laughs> and he chucked that thing, and I was like, "Well, you never know about minor league guy." Yeah. So Drew kicks himself. He mentions that I don't know two or three times a year at least. He's <laughs> like, "Man, that, that threw away a Brian autographed and everything." Oh he chucked it. And yeah, there's you never know. You never yeah. know who it's going to be, and I think that's. I mean, it goes right back to what you said. Like, it's just about how bad you want it, right. how bad you believe in yourself, and do that's you. Plugging away at this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you trust in yourself enough? So yeah. But you did, and you're here. Yeah, I'm here, and and like I said, the the Lord's been good to me, and in, yeah. in, in more ways than one. But this is probably the one of the bigger blessings that I have. Yeah. For sure. So you've mentioned a couple times that we'll just talk baseball for a few minutes. Yeah. Um, well, specifically, like as it pertains to you, but you've mentioned a couple times that we used to be the Braves. Mm-hmm. And then we changed to the, to the emperors, emperors yeah. which is a penguin. Emperor penguin. And I was shocked at how many people didn't know there was an emperor penguin. That was, that was something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I want to say that it was alarming, but it, it was alarming to me. It was a little, it was a little unique. Yeah, because um, I worked in public school for so long, <laughs> and I realized how many people we failed. Yeah, we, so. uh, we on November sixteenth, twenty twenty three, twenty twenty three, we rolled out uh, uh, the Rome emperors uh, to the world, and um, I think. It was probably the most well received rebrand in recent years, yeah. especially, and it, that's that's a very pleasant surprise, yeah. con- considered of of how the initial well, yeah. launch was when received. When the news first broke, people were not super happy were not. about it. I was thrilled. We talked about this yeah. before we started. I was disappointed when we got a team and it didn't have an original name, but now I'm I'm in 100 yeah. percent in. We're, we'll be here. Yeah. But, uh, there was, uh, I mean, I understand both sides of the ball right, in regards yeah. to that because going back, like I grew up coming to to Rome Braves games. Rome Braves are why I, right. you know, love the game. Um, but now that you're on the business side of things, it's like, you know, I, I get it. I get yeah. it. Like this team, you know, and the longer I'm in this city, too, the more I realize that like they deserve something yeah. unique, something something special it's a to big them. Deal to have the team yeah. here. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've only been here since, like I said, 2017. But like, yeah. I, I, it's. I'm catching on. It's not lost on me, like how right. tight knit and how prideful everybody around here is. Yeah. And I think that you give them something like as something as silly as a, a toga wearing penguin. <laughs> if they can bond over that, yeah. I, then I think that we've done it. We've won. And I think that we, we, we've done a pretty good job of, of how we've rolled everything out and how everything's been received. So we're, we're, we're proud of that. You have, man. It's been great. When we were here the night that it was, you guys unveiled a new name and there was a big crowd of folks here. Yeah. I was kind of I was pleasantly surprised also because so, people so were like, 
downright hostile yeah. about the name yeah, change. We, well, there was there was some there were, I wouldn't say fear, but there was some some apprehensiveness, yeah. if you will, if like, oh well, here we go. Like, show up with torches and <laughs> yeah, pitchforks. Well, we'll yeah. see what they say, but you know that banner dropped, and they I've never seen a line to get into the store. Oh wow, yeah. And there was that night. Thank God we got in there. Yeah, <laughs> a few minutes ahead of time. Yeah, no kidding. Got our pick. No kidding. I don't think I, I, my hat is like a seven and five eighths. I don't think it would have been gone by the time I got in there. I don't think so. But, but uh, that, it was nice to get in there and not have yeah. to fight the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that we like I said, we were talking about it earlier. We we sold out of those hats within twenty four hours. Yeah, which is that's awesome. But you got it was a, even even that night. Did a, you guys did a fantastic job? It was a well a well produced like professional uh, press conference where you guys came in. Um, our GM David Lane. David Lane. I got it. Yep. Didn't like. I asked him a pretty tough question in the middle about the reception and the team name and what people thought, and yeah. and he was upfront about it and gave a fantastic answer. Um, and you guys were as you know, this is a minor league team, but that was a major league production. Yeah, that's a tough thing to do. Yeah, it. Uh, that was that press conference was my first non sports related press conference that I'd ever been a part of. Yeah. So um, maybe that you know that PR degree did pay off a little there bit. There you go. But, yeah. Uh, now we went through. You know, we we sat down and we had a lot of discussions of like, you know, if this happens, what do we say? You know, if someone asked this, what? So right. we were we were prepared um, all the way around, um, and I think that's kind of a testament to this new brand too. Of like, hey, yeah. like. We're going to be prepared. We're going to be proactive rather than reactive. Right. And I think that, that once April 5th rolls around, you'll see that a little bit more. You uh, guys have done it. That, yeah, you've done a good job with proactive instead of reactive. Because you said, we're going to change the name. And people just, you know, were livid. But you weren't, like, apologetic about it whatsoever. And there's business reasons behind it, and we don't have to get into all that. Um, but people were throwing out all kinds of weird, like they're doing this or that, or it's some political thing or not. And, and you guys just held your ground and rolled out the new name. And there was something to be said for that as an organization. Cause you're, you know, you yeah. don't have to apologize no. or explain no. why you change your name. Like it's your thing and you do it. Um, I of course think, you have the community in mind cause yeah. you do things like the open house we had here last week. Yeah. I think it goes back to, to kind of, you know, the story of me, right. Is, is, yeah. is believing in what you've got. You, you have to, yeah. you have to, you yeah. got to stick to it. Right. Um, and, and we did. Yeah. And from a, you know, from a, a visual standpoint, from a, um, a merchandise standpoint, uh, just everything, we believed in it. Right. And it, I don't think it would have been near as successful as if, if we did not have just a whole total staff you buy it. can't be halfway in on changing the no. team's name. No, and, you, know, you can't. We, uh, we talked about all that went into that and finding, you know, we're in a suite right now up on the third level and we're looking at logos that, had to be changed or still have to be changed yeah. and the little you know tiny things that go into all that but yeah there's there's a lot that goes into it and like you said you can't you can't be halfway into it yeah um so i, I mean that's kind of how this career is too you cannot you can i mean it our the front office grind is just is oh, just as similar to the the 132 that the minor league guys grind out yeah. so um we're yeah whole whole buy-in you have to or else it, it it'll be obvious yeah you gotta love it or else people right, will know. Yeah. People will know. No, you guys, y'all have done a good job with that. And it's been an all-in kind of thing, and it's been well-received. And um always talk about my buddy Ron Kansler, who taught me as a pastor. Ron was my pastor way back to do things with excellence. Like, if you can't do it with excellence, you just don't do it. But, man, you guys are – it's top shelf around here. Yeah, we, we've tried. And, it, and it's one of those things where, like, I've prepared myself for it, but yeah. still seeing the, you know, the, the fruits of my labor – 
come around, it's still like, oh wow, like right. we did it, and so it's it's been it's been a, a nice little oh, surprise. That's cool stuff. So we've kind of been through your story and all these things. I meant to ask you earlier on what who were your inspirations as far as what you once you decided you weren't going to make the cut on an MLB yeah. roster. Um, who were your inspirations to get where you are now? That's a really good question. Uh, I think just I was. I think it's going to be my family, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I knew that I couldn't athletically be the best, right? right? But I still wanted to do something that was prideful, something worth bragging yeah. about. Um, so I would say that my my parents for sure. There you go. Shout out to mom and yeah. dad. Good job, guys. Yeah. So that that was yeah. They they always gave me every every opportunity that I needed. Um, so. I, I wasn't going to let it go to waste, regardless of if it was, you know, sitting behind a computer screen making graphics or I'm hitting a baseball. It, yeah. It's the other one. It's, it's sitting right, behind a computer. Right, but yeah. but I'm, I was, you know, just doing something worthwhile. Yeah. You know, it, that, that's what it's all about. And Well, that, you know, your, your jumbo screen out here is going to put as many smiles on faces yeah. as, a, as a home run, yeah. you know, a lot of nights. Yeah. So. so, yeah, that's what it was. It was just, yeah. to, just to make something, to, to not squander my opportunities. Right. Just, you know, my family gave me every, every opportunity in the world, and I wasn't going to let it squander so that i think that's when people ask what my motivation is that's definitely the answer there you go well i wanted to ask you i've never been like a a super big like over the top baseball fan i'll watch Mm -hmm. the game if it's on whatever but baseball has the best movies far and away any sport i would say so and and this is going to be i'm going to get i'm going to get grilled for this i don't like i don't like sports movies okay I, i don't um I know that that's probably because they're super unrealistic. Yeah, they yeah. are. They are, man. Like, I, there's there's a few. I mean, and I'm also I'm not a huge movie person either. Okay. I don't I don't watch a ton of movies. I don't watch a ton of movies. Um, but. but like, I've never seen Bull Durham. I've never seen For Love of the Game. Yeah. I only saw Field of Dreams for the first time this year because we showed it right up okay. there. Okay. Um, I I know I know. For um, the Love of the Game was <laughs> not a good movie. That's why. Um, I, Bull I, Durham, I could take or leave, because. Tim Robbins. Okay. His throwing motion was awful. Yeah. And he just couldn't, like, Kevin Costner did a great job as the grizzled old veteran behind the plate, but, yeah. like, Tim Robbins didn't, he didn't grab me as a baseball player. I, there was, I remember they used to, they used to throw movies on MLB Network, like, mm-hmm. in the off season, and I just couldn't do it. Like, I, yeah. you know, I love baseball a lot, but I can't, I can't sit through a sport, but, yeah. but Moneyball, though. Have you seen? Uh, see, I was going to ask you about Moneyball. Moneyball is probably one of my favorite movies of all yeah. time. Because well, there's it's, this it's, much baseball. It's, yeah, it's not really about baseball. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is, but, like, it's not about what happens on the, and it's one of those. Moneyball. Uh, have you ever seen Moneyball, Tango? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, Moneyball is what I have in mind when we're talking about this podcast and Burnham Project and the stuff we're doing. Like, we just got to get on base. Yeah. Just get on base. And that's why we have a podcast episode every week, and none of them have, you know, we don't have fog machines and pyrotechnics, but, like, we're getting on base, get on base. every week. Get on base. That's all that matters. And that 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 mantra can kind of translate to a lot of different things. Yeah. Just, just I'm trying get, not to, to apply it to the church too much because that's extra cheesy. <laughs> but, like, the mindset is still the same. Just get on base. No, I mean, for real. Just, yeah. get, just, just get on base. The small stuff adds up. Yeah. For sure. So, would you say that's your favorite baseball movie? A hundred percent. That's probably yeah. my favorite sports movie. Okay, like that's that fair. and like Air Bud or something. Air Bud. That's from way back. That's yeah. the one with the dog playing yeah. basketball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Drew's a big fan of that one. I was never like I was a little. I had kind of aged past Air Bud mm-hmm. when it came out, but it was all right. It wasn't a baseball movie. No. no. Field of Dreams, I think, was uh, is a close second for me. Yeah, Field. And Phil, it's not like super baseball-y either. No, I, it's. I've heard a lot about Field of Dreams. I've heard that Field of Dreams was very instrumental 
in in this being here. No kidding. With yeah, with like our stadium here yeah, and the team and yeah, huh. I, I've so I've since I've been here in Rome. Yeah, roll this out. Especially since I've I've been um, with the with Rome minor league baseball, I've gotten incredibly close with the Davis family mm-hmm. over at WLAQ. Let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I love those. Yeah. Uh, those they're awesome. Um, but I, I've always heard the story that they showed the they showed that movie on like the town green or something at one point. Once upon a time, and yeah. Then, yeah, they were you know they were still everybody was you know petitioning for minor league baseball yeah. to be here and. And, you know, someone can't either Randy went up to someone or, you know, someone came up to Randy and was like, if you build it, they'll come. And that, that, uh, that, that just, that yeah. sparked the whole thing. Wow. And so, and when we, when we renamed the press box for Randy, we, mm-hmm. we put that at the bottom. If you build it, they will come. So that was, that's, that's what I've always heard. Oh, that's so. so cool. I didn't realize, like I knew that Randy was a huge baseball guy. Yeah. And if you're, if you're watching or listening and you're not from the Rome, Georgia area, uh, there was a, a, a radio guy that was here. Randy was here for 50 years or something doing radio. His kids do it now. Um, I say his kids, they're my age, but uh, he covered, I mean, Randy said all of our names at one point in time on the radio for one sport or another, because he would just cover everything. He was everywhere all the time, but he loved baseball. Baseball was his favorite. And uh, he was huge in getting the team here. I didn't, I didn't realize like that was the direct line, but like, we, he tried to get a team here in what 1990 early 90s um when i when i first got here in 22 he had just passed away in yeah. october of 21 so i never i never got to meet him but i i'd always heard of how instrumental he was uh, yeah. in this being here so um we did feature stories my my first year here and that was the first one we did yeah pitched that idea we brought matt and elizabeth out here <clears throat> you know sat down and talked to them and i learned a lot and, yeah. and we um we put all that together, and, and yeah, it was like the early '90s when they first really started trying to to get a team here. I mean, we had a place that they were gonna. It was ridiculous. They had a place they were gonna put a stadium at one point, and yeah. they drew out the dimensions and what the stadium was gonna look like, and then you would you could overlay it like on the map, and it didn't fit. There was mm-hmm. a river, I think, where right field would have been. Like mm-hmm. right field would have been, you know, 142 feet or something. Because yeah. There was a, the river. So the land they they didn't make a serious effort at it. Is what yeah. I'm getting at. I've always like, I've put always it there and it didn't fit. I've heard about the duck pond. Yeah. That it was like something that was, it was, it was the, close to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, which yeah. is smack in the middle of town. It would have been yeah. an awful place. Yeah. Now to try to get in and out of. But. Yeah. But I I just I know that they they kept trying and kept trying and kept trying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had never seen Field of Dreams until. You've seen this, it now, this though. summer. I've seen it now, and I get it. I understand it. But where, where does it rank on your list of there. baseball movies? It's up yeah. there, for sure. But well, yeah. like I said, it's it's you know so little about the game. It's like right. Costner takes a couple of cuts, and then I think Archie Graham hits a sack fly, yeah. and then that's you know about that, the end of the baseball. That's pretty much it, yeah. But it, it's it's one of those where you, you, it makes you think a little bit longer. But yeah. yeah, it's good. It's it's a it's a good one. But that was, I mean, I don't know, not to get super cheesy, but like Costner was in pursuit, right, of yeah. what this thing he knew he was supposed to do, just yeah. like Justin Franklin. And, you know. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever been compared to the Kevin, Kevin, Costner? Kevin Costner, which is not a bad I thing. Mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. You built it, right? As the, you know, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't build Not that. this, but, I mean, you built <laughs> Justin Franklin and, yeah. and who he is. And, yeah, for for the most part. Yeah. yeah but With help from mom and dad. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, no, life's been good, man. Yeah. I, I, I think that, that I've always called kind of transition here, but, like, I've yeah. – Talking about Rome and, and how special it is, like I, I've learned to love this place. This place is my second home, yeah. and um, I think there's 
to the to the naked eye, right? People may not see just how special it is. They may just see, you know, three rivers, seven hills, and, right? Everywhere and that, you go, yeah, yeah, that's it. But like when you when you really dig deep and you like, you know you come into people's offices and you you come out to the game and you, yeah. you mingle with folks and that's when you really start to realize, <coughs> you know, just how just how special this place is. And, yeah. I, and that's I think that's a, a really big driving force too is to to continue to to give these folks quality entertainment night in and night out and boost that quality of life it's a cool town man and and the kids that grow up here pretend like they hate it yeah and then they go away to college for a semester and then they they come come back back. they always come back and then the other deal is like well you're an example sort of um you came here Mm. and didn't leave yeah and like i know people i've known people forever that have bounced all over the place and like football coaches or military people that bounced around forever and then they come to rome they never leave again yeah there's a bunch of stuff to do here. We made a whole doggone series about it. And if you hadn't watched that yet, then shame on you. But but there's, there's yeah, so much there, cool stuff here to do. We've got minor league baseball and we've got a concert series and yeah, yeah this is I was uh, I was listening to the radio this morning, uh, and I think it was someone from from the chamber on it was on WLAQ yeah. and uh, they were talking about how they, they really ramped up their effort to to bring people back to Rome. They said that, you know, or there's something like kids will go off to college and then yeah. they'll come back. Yeah. I was like, well, what about the people that come here for college and, and never le- and never leave? Like, Man, that's a, yeah, that's, a so good that, point. that's that's where, that's kind of where I fall under. And I know tons of folks from from shorter that yeah. came here, graduated, and, and went right back home and, or went somewhere else. Like my yeah. best friend, uh, he graduated and took off to New Orleans and is in seminary school down there. Wow. So life takes you everywhere. It does, and I, I think now you know now that you mention it that way. All the people that I know that went to Shorter or that other school, yeah, and uh, just never <laughs> left again. But it's a cool place and yeah. got a lot of stuff going on here. It is. I, I've I've learned to to love it for sure. And, and I mean, obviously, like I'll go home and see the the family on, yeah. on you know on weekends when I can. But like if I'm stuck here, it's not the worst thing in not the world. Not the end of the world. The, right. You know, there's t- there's tons of stuff to do, and I yeah. I think that that I think it's I don't know if it's always been like this, but like I feel like we've turned a page and really we started have. to. We started when we got back to like embracing our history and, and our own identity. Mm-hmm. Then that's really when the time cha- the tide changed. Because I remember when I was little, like Rome was cool. When I was five years old, like we go to Broad Street on Saturday mornings, everybody was down there. And then it kind of dried up when we started building malls out of town and all yeah. this stuff. And then, but now it's kind of back it's again. Kind of coming come full and circle. And that's my office is on yeah. our church for that matter is on Broad Street, yeah. and it's cool to be down there every day and. It's a fun place to be, and it's you know a stone's throw from where we are now as yeah. far as that goes. But I, I heard that, uh, and I, I mean, I, I I've been told this; it's true. Like the original offices for the the minor league team here in Rome were in that was in downtown. Yeah, started off downtown, and yeah. like they sold tickets downtown and everything. And yeah, while they were still I, building this joint, yeah, I'd forgotten we, about that. Yeah, I've heard that story a couple of times. Yeah, but we had the, the the Braves were I guess if they were on Broad Street. They were in town, like right there in the middle yeah. of. But yeah, you just had to go down there, and that's where you first mm-hmm. would buy season tickets and or any tickets for that matter. Yeah, but I know that uh, I think it'd be cool to to maybe branch back into downtown, maybe put something there. Like I know that so the Rocket City Trash Pandas have another like a totally separate team store. Yeah, in downtown Huntsville Man, or downtown a place Madison. In our building that's available right now. We'll talk about it. Afterwards. That would that would be sweet that to, would be. to have be cool. a, a place downtown like that. There's tons. I mean, that's that's, that's a hey, big deal. Who's the downtown development folks? They should. Uh, they should Andy talk. Lindsay, if you're watching this, <laughs> yeah. If not, I'll send it to her. Make sure she sees it. But yeah, we'll, we'll connect you guys. And downtown Rome Emperor's Clubhouse store. Man, 
I'm in. That's it's there. a problem, though. Like, if you guys get to space in the same building with us, that's going to be tough. Because <laughs> I'm just going to flush between, like, that and, like, my favorite restaurants across the street. Okay. What's that? Like Schroeder's. Schro- I've, I've eaten in Schroeder's since I was, like, since they opened the place. I love Schroeder's. Uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact. This won't matter to any of you. Tomorrow is their anniversary. <laughs> yeah, and so they're going back to cheap. Eight, yeah. 1981 prices. you got to come by. That's we'll awesome. go there and eat lunch. That's awesome. Tango, not you folks watching because it'll be too <laughs> late by then. But uh, we were going somewhere with that. Downtown. Downtown. Yeah. yeah. So it's cool. Downtown's fun. That would be fun. It would be fun. But yeah, I would just flush my check between <laughs> Schroeder's and, and the, and the, the clubhouse Emperor's store. Clubhouse store. That's awesome. That would yeah. be cool. But no, there's, there's, and that's, I think that kind of goes back to the new brand too, is that there's tons of room to do stuff that we've never done before. Yeah. Um, so <coughs> I'm super excited to see what we're, what we're able to do and what the future holds for that. Are you able to give us any insight on things coming down the pipe? Um, sure. When, <coughs> what what's you guys got a drink I can borrow? What's your, uh, I should have brought one with me. I can't get up right now, Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. my who? What's your, uh, what's your ETA on this thing dropping? I can, I may be able to tell you some stuff. Um, Sunday? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sunday. So we're, um, I can tell you this. We'll have a, and this is, yeah, I can tell you this. Okay. We're going to have a, a Spanish alternate identity this year. That will roll out Cinco okay. de Mayo weekend. Holy smokes. Has anybody ever done that before? Yeah, minor league baseball has got a whole well, thing. Well, I mean, the Padres are the Padres, I guess, but it's... Yeah, a- <laughs> so uh, um, minor league baseball has this whole initiative called... It's called Copa de la something. It, it stands for Fun Cup. Okay. And um, a lot of... They encourage a lot of teams to have um, Spanish, you know, Latin American-themed alternate identities. Oh, um, okay. So we have never... It's never been done in Rome before. Um I think Gwinnett does it, and Augusta just did it for the first time last year. So mm-hmm. we'll be like the third team in the Braves organization to do it. Um, so we're super excited to roll that out. We're going to do that Cinco de Mayo weekend. Can you say the name of it? I can't. Okay. I can't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a, little, a little further on down the road, I could probably tell you. Yeah. But uh, I think we're shooting for a February 23rd unveil on that. Well, that stands to reason because of the Hispanic influence in yeah. baseball. There's so many guys that Drew talked about working here. And meeting guys that didn't speak English, mm-hmm. but man, they could hit it, you yep. know, or run or catch or whatever yeah. they do, and that's uh, yeah, it's a it's a testament to that. And, and I think the the big thing that minor league baseball wants is to to connect the communities, right? Because there's you know a large Latino population around here and in, in the surrounding areas. Yeah. So, and I think that sometimes we're missing out on that, and yeah. and and you know, people we want everyone here. We want everyone to feel like they're. Uh, you know they belong here yeah. so i think that just kind of sampling that you know once or twice a year it could, cool. can really kind of help intertwine that so and when and when you see the name when it comes out you'll understand it'll make a lot more sense of like what where we're kind of if you say it now he can edit it don't, don't say it <laughs> <laughs> i'll uh yeah it'll, it'll make sense when yeah. you see it and the way that everything intertwines and just the state as a whole and in this area for sure so it's, okay. it's really cool that's really that cool. Is, that's cool. Um, other things in the pipeline. Um, a couple of other things in the pipeline. I know that you know we're our goal this year is just to to be better, to yeah. to make the big things bigger, to enhance the fan experience overall. Yeah. Um, I'm here's where I'm going to start getting really you know corporate pluggy here, uh, or else, or else they'll it. yell at me when they see this. Um, I know that this year kids are kids get in and eat for free every Sunday. Wow! So that you. So we'll be here after church every Sunday then. Yeah, your parents your parents get a general admission ticket or any ticket. You get in for free and you get a free food voucher, which is like hot dog chips and a drink. 
Um, cool. So Advent Health does all that. They, yeah. they, they fit the bill for that. Um, I know that dogs get in every Wednesday this year too. Um, dogs on Wednesday. I don't have a dog, but I might yeah, get one. We're calling it. We're calling it. We're calling it Double Dog Wednesday. So you can come in, bring your dog, sit in a certain section. I think it'll be like down that way. Yeah. But you, you know, you bring your dog, and there's always going to be specials on hot dogs on uh, on dog. on Wednesday. So Double Dog Man, Wednesday. That's cool. Um, and we've got a couple of education days where we want like local schools, daycares, all that stuff to come out. What about homeschool kids? Is there a provision there for that? We homeschool our kids. Yeah, uh, they don't get to go on the field trips to the. No, I mean, well, <laughs> we, yeah, bring them on out. Cool, we'll uh, do it. There's uh, there's another like business person. There, there's two business person specials that this in June and May as well. So okay. those will be twelve o'clock first pitches, where education days are eleven o'clock first All pitches. Right. Um, so lots of good stuff that we're you know we're trying to target that younger audience and yeah. trying to make it more, uh, you know inclusive for everyone um june 22nd is faith night okay so we'll we'll roll that out uh we, we did it last year kind of gave it a test run last yeah. year where we had some guys come out after the game and speak um jj necro phil's oh wow yeah phil's nephew um was on our team last year oh that's and, right uh, yeah. he, came, he came out and, and shared his faith as well as uh david mccabe that was a huge hit so we, we rolled it out earlier this year uh in hopes that we, we can reach a a, a bigger audience mm-hmm. June twenty second. June twenty second. It's also Ronald Acuna Jr. bobblehead night, so you can double up on that. You That's can hear, hear about Jesus and get a bobblehead. And get a bobblehead. They don't get no Ronald better Acuna than that. Jr. They don't get any better than that. No, that's good stuff. So yeah, that's that's kind of the the thing this year is to to make the big things bigger, and I think that's that's part of it. Whether I did that on purpose or not, I don't know. I mean, it seems like you've been methodical <laughs> up until this point, right? Yeah, it's been, you know the why behind what you're doing yeah but it's as it is today it is february the 5th and we talked about uh pitchers and catchers coming in maybe by the time you hear this yeah what'd you say the 14th 14th a little bit after that yeah when this rolls out i mean everybody will be jonesing for baseball and it'll be it'll be about that time so perfect uh, timing we're we're looking we're looking forward to to getting a roster probably at the end of march yeah Rolling that out just in time for for April fifth opening day. So, are you guys like ramping up as for in terms of workload now, or have you just been busy? I think it's kind of been. We've just been chipping away yeah. ever, ever since the season ended. I know we had a you know we had a couple of special events here, um, some some festivals and some some rummage sales and winter wonderland and stuff. Yeah. Um, but ever since those ended, we've just kind of been, you know, one day at a time. Like if you you, you see something, you do it. Right. Um, so. And in hopes that when April fifth rolls around, we're not scrambling. So, because last year, full transparency, there were some some yeah. late nights here. Uh, well, I mean, you think about doing this sixty one times, sixty six, sixty six times. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. So, like anybody, some randos off the street could get together and create like a really cool game night. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to have a cool atmosphere and we're going to give away this or that or whatever. But to do it 66 six, times. 66 times, and sometimes you're doing it 12 days out of 13. Yeah. You know, 12 nights out of 13 right. days. So it's it's tough. It's a grind Ooh. for sure. Uh, yeah, anybody anybody can throw together a, One time. a, a, a you know, two-day game night or right, whatever. Right. But when you gotta, when you got to piece it together oh, for man. 66 from How April to September. How much sleep are we getting on a 12-game homestand? Not a lot. Yeah. Not a lot. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I remember opening day last year. Um, it was my first full time opening day. Yeah. Um, I did not leave here the night before. Also, I was just I was just 
totally overwhelmed at that point <laughs> just because like I'm yeah, just spinning. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm 20, 23 years old and then I'm fixing to be responsible for a whole professional baseball press box, a whole professional baseball promo team, all the, you know, video board, in-game content, all this stuff. We, you know, we had just hired Blake. Blake only got hired halfway through March. Yeah. And our first game was April 6th. So he's still getting so up he's, speed. Yeah, he's still figuring out how the control room works oh, to produce boy. our broadcast. And I, I'm – Which he does a great job with, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he's, he's – dude, he has come so far. We're yeah. st- I'm so proud of him. Um, but like, I'm, I'm, I, st- I think I left here – April our, our opening day was April 6th. I left here on April 5th or technically the morning of April 6th. <laughs> April 6th. I mean, I, I didn't leave here till about 12:30, 1 o'clock. Wow. Just grinding stuff out. I turned right back around. I was here at eight o'clock the next day. I remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember during the national anthem on opening day, like I was just standing there and like, I had like this big lump in my throat. It was just like, Oh my gosh, like we did it. Like we, I got through the hard part. Yeah. I got through the hard part. Just get me through nine innings. Get me through nine innings. Let me go home. Let me come back. Let me, and I'll, I'll do a little bit better, a little bit better. And we, it was kind of like the survive and advance mentality last year. Um, but now this year, it's not. I feel like it's. It's not like that. We're. We got a year under your belt. We've got a year under our belt. We have seen how things are not supposed to run several times. Um, and now we're kind of just adjusting to that and, and, and being better. So I think that when April 5th rolls around this year, it'll be a much different scene. Well, a baseball season provides lots of opportunity for experience, yeah. right? Because if you're, especially if you're doing it 12 days in a row, but you get to do it 66 times. So if you didn't know it on day one, like by day 35 or 40, you, you know, you you're, know you're, things you didn't know. And yeah. then, that's, I mean, I think. The parallels between working in baseball and playing baseball are people, I don't, unless you're in it, you don't see it. Right. Like a guy can go out on the mound and get shelled and give up 12 runs in an inning. And then, you know, he's saying every word in the book and his glove on his way out. Yeah. He comes back out three days later and he tosses and three, you know, he tosses three scoreless and it's like, oh, well, he's good. But yeah. The people who can't, the people who came here on that first night are like, man, that guy's terrible. He, right. he never, he'll never see the mound. And then the people that saw him that next night were like, "Dude, why is he still here? Like, send him up." So, and yeah. we we've got nights like that too. So, yeah. I and I think once you realize that working in this industry, you'll you'll be a lot better. Your mentality yeah. will change too. And then I've had to learn that too. Of like, you're gonna have bad nights. You're gonna have really bad nights. Yeah. But then you're gonna have really good nights too. But the I mean, obviously the bad nights are always gonna stand out. But right. it, it's how you process those and how you take those and how you run with them. Yeah. So. Well, that's yeah, that's true about baseball. There's there are too many games to put yourself on the what we call the roller coaster. Like, I don't know you lose a football game and nobody talks on the bus on the way home, and it's yeah. sad. And then by like Sunday, you're coming back around again. But if you do this three, four times a week, five, six, six, seven days a week, yeah. you know, whatever, like you don't have time. We lost no. one or. The video production wasn't, or the you know the seventh inning wasn't what we thought it should have been. You know you can't you can't stay there. Mm-hmm. You got to get ready you for gotta, the next night, or it's going to be garbage. You got to you got to flush it and go, man. Yeah. And, and and I think we we learned that fairly early because opening day last year, as you know, we we felt like we were good and yeah. we got through it. We went back and watched it, and we're like, holy smokes, how did this pass? Yeah. Like how yeah. <laughs> how was this passable? It was um, first game. Everybody was fired up to be here. It yeah. Didn't matter. <laughs> but uh, and. So we, we, we flushed it and we, we moved on to the next one. So and that's that's kinda what we're doing with twenty twenty three too, is we're yeah. we're flushing it and we're we're moving on to twenty twenty four. And you know, this time next year we'll say 
you know, we'll flush 24, we'll look at 25. Right. So um, that's, you just have to have a very short-term memory in this industry for that's sure. we always say, right? You good? Okay, just stretching. Yeah, yeah I feel you. <laughs> so we are, I should know this. I should have known this before we sat down here. We're high A? High. Okay. Yep. So in baseball, you have low A and high A. Mm-hmm. And then just double and triple? Double and triple. That they're yeah. not subdivided, like low and high? No, it's okay. double, triple. So I there used to be rookie ball and then low A, high, but they got rid of rookie – or they re-imaged rookie ball. Yeah. So now you've got the, the – the, we've actually got the Gulf Coast League, which is a thing within itself. Then you've got the Florida Complex League, which is all of the um, spring training teams in mm-hmm. the area. They – it's essentially spring training all the way through August. So you've got okay. that, and then you've got low A, which is the Augusta Green Jackets, and then you've got high A, which is the Rome Emperors, double uh, A, which is the Mississippi Braves for this year. Still for this year. For this year, they're okay. moving. They're moving to, okay. to Columbus. Are they? Holy smokes! Okay, so Columbus is getting a team back. Columbus is getting a team. Did I know this? Did you tell me that? Okay. This is it's a fairly new development. Because I caught a few catfish games yeah. when I was working in indoor football because the arena is right next door to the baseball okay. stadium down yeah. there. So. No, yeah. uh, so we'll get back to that. But yeah, yeah, uh, uh, double A Mississippi and then triple A Gwinnett and then the Atlanta Braves. Now Gwinnett just changed their name. Mm-hmm. So um, it was it was a couple of years ago, but yeah, to the Stripers. And then we've got Danville, who is also the Braves, right? Or Mississippi, not Danville. Yeah, Mississippi. They're Mississippi. the Braves. Are they gonna change when they move? I can't speak on that, but okay. I would assume I would assume so. Got to right. Yeah, I mean it yeah. makes business sense at this point. Yeah, you're you're packing up and relocating. Yeah. I, I would imagine that. Uh, but no, that that news broke. Um, probably, gosh, what the first week of January, right? I guess I knew it that was, Columbus was, was getting a team. I just didn't realize it was an Atlanta affiliate. It'll be yeah, it'll be uh, the okay. the double A affiliate of the Atlanta Braves. I don't know what they're going to call it. There's tons of. There's tons of. Are the catfish still the catfish wherever they are? They moved to Kentucky, right? Or no, they they actually moved to yeah to Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yeah, they're the Hot Rods, and they play us. That was the game we came to the Fourth yeah. of July Bowling game. Bowling Green okay, Hot Rods. Yeah. yeah, they they play us, um, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I've never been to the stadium in Columbus. I've heard that it needs some some TLC. It is a classic old ballpark. But I've, I've heard <laughs> I've heard that that there's a lot of folks pouring money into it. I know that, that Columbus is kind of like Rome. They're in that, you know, wanting to expand and, and build on the downtown area. Yeah. So they're sinking some some money into that stadium yeah. over there. Well, the arena right next door, the, the Columbus Civic Center is super cool. They play mm-hmm. hockey in there and indoor football and all kinds of stuff. And it's cool to see them get that, get the element of baseball back in yeah. there. But enough about them. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to be the next step up, yeah. next step up from us and uh, this time next year. So, but, but when did the when did the Green Jackets come in? Because the Green Jackets used yeah. to be a Giants, Giants affiliate. affiliate. So yeah, in 20, 2020, when everything got you know when the when the cards got shuffled, um, Rome at the time was Low A. Right. Um, so there was Low A Rome. I think at that at that point in time it was Low A Rome. We had Danville, Low A Rome, High A Florida down there in Kissimmee. The Fire Frogs. Okay. So not Myrtle Beach. Not Myrtle Beach. Not at that point in time. Okay. Myrtle Beach. Myrtle, the ones that I've known. I'm the, so confused the, now. Yeah, it's just a revolving door of affiliation. Yeah. So the high affiliates that I have known of the Atlanta Braves are Myrtle Beach, Lynchburg, um, 
Florida, the fire frogs and the, and the Carolina mud cats. Okay. At one point in time. Um, but then everything got shuffled up. Yeah. Um, and then Rome moved from low A to high A. And so there was always, from my understanding, there was always a time where like Atlanta never owned at least one of their affiliates. Right. So they had Danville, Rome, blank at high Mississippi, Gwinnett. So when the, when the cards shuffled, they still had to go find the one that they, that they didn't own at the time that was Augusta. So they just shifted Rome up to high Brought Augusta in to low A because Rome and Augusta used to Augusta play each other. Augusta were both low A, right? I mean, they yeah, they were both yeah. low A at one point. So Augusta didn't move from low A. Rome just went up to high because yeah, Rome and Augusta used to play each other. And now I'm all caught up in my train of thought too. But like, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, no. But like, so and then it, it all sh- it all shook out. Rome moved up to 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 high in 2021. Mm-hmm. And then Augusta came in a part of the affiliation. They were they got that you know hey we're gonna save you from the chopping block. I don't even right. I don't know if Augusta was ever on the chopping block, but I know I that know. they got that new stadium and everything. But Atlanta's like hey we got you. We're gonna throw you into our that system. That was a new one on me too because I've been to a hundred games at Lake Olmstead because Augusta also had indoor football. Um, and Cal Ripken I guess got involved at yeah. one point mm-hmm. and sunk a bunch of money into it. Yep. And the stadium was cool. It was really old. It was obviously old, but it was really neat. There was just nowhere to park. Yeah. And it was not in a great neighborhood. And then I found out recently that the Augusta Green Jackets were playing in South Carolina. Yep, they hopped over the river. The world's upside down. They hopped over the river. They play in North Augusta now. Yeah. North Augusta, South Carolina. North Augusta. That's a mouthful. North North Augusta, Augusta, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. (laughs) Just across the river, though, from Augusta. I mean, it's like driving across town here. Yeah, but technically like people say you know the braves have all their affiliates in in georgia now not not, not quite really not really Maybe, do they have an office in augusta still or i don't know i don't think so they should if we're getting offices in downtown <laughs> they need to get one in augusta but um, that's a cool nickname though and all green I thought, jackets, yeah, yeah that I, was along with the masters they've and, got a lot of cool stuff. i hear that uh that the golf course kind of keeps an eye on them in regards to what they do as oh, far yeah. as like the green jacket is a big deal yeah yeah like they the, they've got an alternate identity they're the um, they'll turn into the pimento cheeses. The pimento cheeses. Yeah, because Augusta's famous for the pimento uh, cheese sandwiches. Okay. They wanted to be like they wanted to be something else, but um, Augusta, like the, the golf course, was like. Uh. So, yeah, the pimento cheeses. The pimento cheeses. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty popular. Had to still be something related. Something to the related to the to the yeah. golf course and everything. Right, but yeah, no the the minor league system is is weird, man. And, and it's it's it a, it's an like ever it. evolving landscape. Yeah, the game has changed. The game minor league baseball has changed since I was since I was an intern. It's just two years ago. Two right? years ago, and now <laughs> and now and now I, I can say that. But like yeah. now it's it's changed even more. Like it's there's it's always changing. I didn't realize like we came to that game in July. I hadn't been to a game here in a couple of years, maybe five years. It's been a while. Um, but people talking to people about who was where and doing what, and Augusta was part of the organization yeah. that, you know and like, well, when did all this stuff happen but apparently it was 20 and 2021 yeah the the deck got really shuffled yeah. in, in 2021 so and it'll get shuffled again in, yeah. in 25 when mississippi comes to columbus and who else knows what'll happen so i would ask you how you think the team's going to be this year but you there's no players so you don't really know not at this point. not yeah we've got a pretty good idea um yeah. i mean it's always a good bet to look at what the roster looked like the second half of the season last right. year. Um, we'll have some strong arms, some good yeah. pitchers. Uh, we'll have our, our pitching coach coming back, uh, Mike Steed. He did some really good stuff last year. Um, and we'll have some top arms like uh, Owen Murphy, Spencer Schwellenbach. Um, 
I don't think we'll see any any guys like Hurston Waldrip or AJ Smith Shaw yeah. those those first round draft picks or anything. But um, it's it's sure to be a, a good roster. Yeah. Um, I can't you know like I I can't speak on it because I don't know. Right, um, right. But I know that that it's it's sure to be a good time um, just guess, because of the, the farm system. So it, it may not be nationally ranked, but like right. it's our farm system has the players that are system needs yeah. like we've got what we need we don't need like flashy top 100 prospects we just need we need the role player guys that we need the guy that can get on base get yeah. on base just get on base yeah i don't know i guess that's unique to minor league ball in that you like if you're you know you had a good season last year and we got everybody coming back and we feel pretty good about this year but you don't you know yeah. if, if the guys were here and they were good they're gone and if they weren't good they're gone yeah so, so that, that yeah. and that's the Atlanta runs their farm system very differently than any other than any other organization. Um, I think back to 2022, Bowling Green um, and us in the playoffs. Uh, we our roster was depleted at that point. We mm. were we were a shell of what our 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 real stretch run looked like. The 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 roster that got us to the playoffs. Right. We were we weren't really half of that anymore. But Bowling Green had had almost the same roster for the whole year, and they were bringing guys down from like Double A. Oh wow! Because they they were one of the only like the hot rods were one of the only teams left in that in Tampa's organization in the playoffs. So like, why, why not? Well, it just depends. I mean, over the course of a season, how many guys get injured? Right? Yeah, or not. And we had a lot of guys that year do really well. We had yeah. we had Von Grissom that year who went straight to the majors. Right. Dylan Dodd who pitched in the first road series for Atlanta last year. Uh, Justin Henry Malloy who got traded. Uh, to Detroit for a really big haul. Yeah. Um. So we had some some really good guys on that team. Yeah. Um. And they got us to the playoffs. They did what they were supposed to do. But then you know things kind of fizzled out. They you know moves were made. But the other side on the other side of the ball, you know Tampa's organization is like, hey, pour into this. Let's get a minor league championship. So right. different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Um. It was it was tough to to be on the road and and watch us lose in the playoffs, but. It's and it's not really about that in the grand. I mean, like it's nice winning well, is nice. You're developing players yeah. here, you know, and that's hard to swallow sometimes because you just want to win. Yeah, and it's not necessarily about winning ball games here, and it's it's more about minor league baseball is about the fan experience. Yeah, and 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 giving people like we said, sixty six shows over the summer, sixty six games. So, yeah, it's it's like I said, it's 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 a different landscape. I mean, versus where you know the major league level, it's both. Right, but. Um, you have people that come just for the baseball, and you still have people that come here just for the baseball. But yeah. like in the grand scheme of things, families are coming here to be entertained, both on the field and off the field. Yeah. More off the field than anything, so well, we got to ramp it up. Trying to remember, I think the they were the Braves then. I think the Braves won the night we were here, right? Yes. And we got tacos at yep. Los Palmas, Palmas because yep. somebody hit a home run or scored, something. We scored six runs. Is that what it was? Yeah, that was okay. the that was yeah. the trigger promotion yeah. last year. Was if, but if, I was, I had to stop and think about who won the one game that I came to last yeah. year, and like it was because yeah. it didn't really matter because all the stuff that happened on the field was awesome. There were fireworks. Yep. And, you know, and, that's the goal, and and that was one of the first things that that David said when he got here it was yeah. like, I want us to build something to where when people leave the game and they go home, they can't they have to look up who won. They right. can't remember who yeah. won. Yeah. Um, so I think we've 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 done an okay job, um, but we're like I said, we're trying to get better at that. But that's 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 what we're here for is to 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 build that experience. To everybody's improving, right? Yeah, yeah. So, well, good deal, man. 
Well, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know where we are right now, time-wise, but... So, I feel like this is probably a good place to jump off. Did I already say that? I always talk about jumping off, but uh, that's where we're going to do it. It's been great having you on, and I'm super fired up about Rome Emperor's Baseball. Yeah. And you guys come out to the ballpark and check it out. I'm not, like, trying to do a commercial or anything, but uh, that's it. God bless you guys. We love you. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. (laughs) 